So we're holding by Malach Malaf, we have Perik test, Pasuk, Yet test. The year was started as a Schusli Lunishmas, Yeskal Shraga, Ben Avram Yehuda, which also be a Schusli Lunishmas, and Bechil Machel Ben Asher, Maisha Ben Daniel, and Chaim Alaz Ben Shemshanaye, as well as a Schus for Fush Lema, Chaim Maisha Ben Malka, and Tinoid Ben Chaya. So we learned last time that there were various construction projects and fortifications that Shlaimai um, needed labor, needed construction workers to build. And we started to talk about who he drafted, who he conscripted to do the labor. But then we digress to talk about the various projects themselves. So Pasuk Yates now continues with the listing of the projects. So Pasuk Yates V.A. is All of the, uh, the storage cities, right, which um, this is from the Lushan of what we see in... Um, in in Parsha Shemais, that Vayiven Yisrael already miskenos leparo, that the Klai Yisrael built storage cities for Paro. The words of peace, peace. I'm in Ramses, which the Medrash says that the upshot of already miskenos is basically storehouses to store grain, oil, and wine, and things similar that they used to have these cities um, that would hold these storage. Uh, so it was basically a city full of Costco's that had these pallets or these, uh, you know, uh, exorbitant amounts of of fruit, of food, and of supplies. So the there were all of these storage cities that Shlomo had. He had cities that were dedicated just to the chariots. The cities that held the cavalry. The and all of the luxuries of Shlomo that he wished to build in Yerushalayim in the Levanon and in all of the various lands that were under his control. So that concludes the description of what he built. So Pasachov now tells us who he utilized, who he conscripted to do the labor. Kol ha'am hanoisar, all of the uh, nations that remained, min ho'emairi hachiti aprizi achivi vayivusi, these are remnants of the seven nations of Canaan that were there before Klai Yisrael came, before Yoshua. So there were remnants, there were pockets of these nations that remained in Eretz Yisrael, Asher loy b'nei Yisrael heima, that were not members of Klai Yisrael, they were not Megayer. And B'nei, Pasachavalov, B'neiim, their descendants, Asher Nois Rachareim Baritz, that remained after them in the land, Asher Lo Yachlu B'nei Yisrael Lachrimam, that B'nei Yisrael was not able to eradicate and wipe them out. Vayalim Shlomoi Lamasoi Vedariyam Ezes. So Shlomoi utilizes them, he drafts them, he conscripts them to do the labor, to be the construction workers until this day. And we'll see next time that the reason why Shlomoi did not use uh, Jews. Jewish people to be his construction workers. And it's not just because we're not great construction workers, as you can tell from today. We're good at owning and designing and, arch- and being the architecture and managing the project from the ground. But when it comes to climbing up the buildings and clopping around at the f- four or 500 feet up in the air, Jews are not really uh, geared for that type of work. But that is not actually the reason why Shlomo did not utilize Jewish people. Now, the psukim here are referring back to the people that we talked about, the labors that we talked about back in Perak Hay, where we said that Shlomai had 70,000 people who carried burdens and 80,000 people who carved in the mountains. So who were those people? Who were they made up of? So the Pusik here is telling you who they were made up of. These were remnants, as I said, of the Zion, uh, the seven nations of Canaan that were not conquered by Yeshua or subsequently after his death, conquered by the Shvatim. So there is an interesting machloikas between Rashi and the Ramban in Sefer Devarim. This is on Perek Chav Pasuk Yud, where they disagree regarding the halachic status of the remnants of the Zion Amim, of the seven nations of Canaan. 
According to Rashi, there's an ism in Atayra to leave alive any member of the seven nations of Canaan. And by not going to war against them and allowing pockets of these uh, Canaanite nations to remain, both the Yidden in the times of Yeshua and in subsequent generations were over this love of allowing these Canaanim to exist. And the punishment, as the Pasuk tells us, is that that these nations would be whatever it is, it means they're going to be a thorn in your side and they're going to basically um, um, bother you, they're going to be a nuisance if you don't drive them out of Klai Yisrael, that they would constantly harass Klai Yisrael. So the Kliyakar says these are the people that Shleimai conscripted to do the labor in his construction projects. The Ramban says that even the Zion Amimim were given an option of making peace with Klai Yisrael, provided that they had to renounce Avaita Zara and they had to accept upon themselves the Zion Mitzvah B'nai Noyach. Even though there were certainly remnants of the Zion Amim that refused to do so in Yeshua's time, and therefore, technically, it was an Avera for the Yidden to leave them alive at that time. But by now, they were Mechabal, the Zion Mitzvah B'nai Noyach, so that Shleimai, despite his great military power, did not feel a chiyuv to go and attack them and, inst- and drive them out. Instead, he utilizes their services in the labor force. The Sefer Marakatia makes an important distinction about the projects that were done in Yerushalayim, like the Milai and the walls of Yerushalayim, and maybe some of the cities in the Galil, versus the projects that were done in the Levanon and maybe some of the other lands that were under Shlaimai. So he, this is the Marakatia on Arachayim Simen Shinvav. He says that all the land that Hashem showed to Moshe Rabbeinu, this is, obviously he's quoting from a Gemara in Baba Basra here, on Daphnon Vav Aleph. The Gemara says that all of the land that Hashem showed to Moshe was Chayv and Meiser, except for the lands belonging to the Kenik, the Kinesi, and the Kadmoini. So there were certain lands that were excluded from a din of Eretz Yisrael, and that also included lands that were not conquered by Klai Yisrael when they went in in the Kivash Rishon, and even when they came up from, from Bavel, they didn't, they didn't conquer those lands either at that time. Even though technically it was part of the land that Hashem promised Avram that would uh, be given Lazare Achra Vachuzas Oilam, that would be given to Klaisol, but if Klaisol did not seize the opportunity when they came up to conquer that land, so then that land did not have the Kedush of Eretz Yisrael. And he says that includes the Levanoin, Tsar, Tzidoin, certain cities that never, that. Oile Mitzrayim didn't conquer, and Oile Bavel didn't conquer. Now, I, it says over here that Shleimai engaged in construction projects for Levanoin and Eretz Memshaltai, other lands. So he says that was just to build fortifications. In other words, Shleimai built uh, militarily, strategically, he built certain fortifications in those places. But, he, but it was, the intent was not to widen the border of Eretz Yisrael and incorporate them and settle them. That wasn't the building that Shleimai did in those locations, as opposed to places like Yerushalayim and, and other cities in Eretz Yisrael proper. But rather, these were simply strategic fortifications that Shleimai had built in these locations. They did not have the actual Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, and therefore Shleimai did not intend to settle them with Yidim.